Not Your Power Couple, Ken and Carol Cook, are not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests or even our listeners. The information contained on this program or website is not medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. We always encourage you to do your own research. Hello, Collin County. This is Ken Cook. I'm here with my wife, Carol. Hi. And we are not your power couple. And we are coming to you today to talk with a special guest, uh, Kurt Kaiser, former Allen City Councilman. How are you doing, Kurt? Doing good. Thank you. Thanks for being here today for us. Um, first, I want to remind everybody, uh, Kurt's here to talk to us today about the GL Bond um, propositions in Allen and a little bit of the background with it. But first, I want to remind everybody that the upcoming bond election is on November 7th. That's the election day. Early voting starts October 23rd through November 3rd, and election day is on November 5th. So, Kurt, as we mentioned before, you're a former Allen City Councilman. Uh, what else would you like people to know about you? Uh, so, yeah, I uh, served on Allen City Council for about nine years. Prior to that, I was uh, a chair of the um, Economic Development Corporation for a number of years, mm -hmm. and uh, various other committees um, with the city. Uh, we moved to Allen in 1992, I believe. So that puts us oh, wow. over just a little over 30 years that uh, nice. we've lived in Allen. Uh, moved here with my wife and, and my oldest son. Uh, since then, uh, had three three additional kids. And so uh, all, all grew up in Allen schools, as my wife pointed out, uh, uh, my youngest just graduated high school last year, mm -hmm. so we we've had a child in Allen ISD for 29 consecutive years. So wow. uh, that's crazy. So oh, yeah. Wow. So anyways, but yeah. So so we live here. My oldest son uh, passed away about 12 years ago. Um, uh, he was uh, heavily involved in Special Olympics, so I was uh, also a coach involved in that for a that's number of really years. Awesome that you oh, that's did that. great, and uh, oh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah. it a lot. And uh, and then uh, I had uh, twin boys, uh, each now out and about. Uh, and then uh, my youngest daughter just uh, started Oklahoma State this year. All right. On a slight side note, I know that you and Melinda started um, JCK Resources. Yep. Um, to honor your oldest son. So I think that's amazing. And we would like to do a podcast with you in the future mm -hmm. to highlight JCK resources and what it does for uh, the community. Sure. Yeah. That, Melinda would love that. I'm she, sure she would. She's, yeah. she's we, would the, we would love to do it. Very so. passionate about that. Yes. And yeah, and JCK stands for James Camden Kaiser, which uh, was my, my oldest son's name. So great. All right. Well, we're so glad that you're here and for serving our great city. But let's get right into our, why you're here, which is to talk about the bonds. So, Kurt, uh, the first question is, why is it necessary to issue bonds for these projects? So, you know, we issue bonds in part for the same reason that uh, any of us individually might incur debt. Uh, you know, it's like we're buying a house or we're buying a car and we either don't have the funds or don't want to use all of our available funds. And so bonds allow the city uh, to spread out those larger uh, investments over time. And uh, for a municipality, this is important because uh, the issue, issuance of bonds uh, honestly allows us to stabilize the tax rate. 
So, uh, for example, in our current budget, it includes uh, repayment of debt uh, issued in prior years. And if we didn't have that debt, our tax rate would actually be lower. Um, mm-hmm. But now we come along and we decide, okay, we need a new police station. And so if we don't pay for it with debt, the only way we could pay for that is with a tax increase. Uh, and when I say tax increase, I mean like a big increase, like $83 million would equate mm-hmm. to about 60 cents additional uh, <laughs> for the tax bill. So first of all, you'd, got to get, you'd have to get the uh, taxpayers to, uh, to vote for that, which would not happen. Um, so, yeah, right. so we're talking about 150% increase, and it'd only be for one year, you know, um, but, uh, but still, yeah, but, but yeah, the odds of that happening, uh, you slim know, to slim, I would say none to none. Yeah, but, none uh, to none yeah. <laughs> so, and the other problem with that scenario, let's say we actually did do that, um, and taxpayers said, okay, we're going to pony up, we're going to build this police station. So what happens is what if you move away the next year? So you just funded, you know, a facility mm-hmm. that you no longer get the benefit of. Right. You know, someone moves into the community, and um, and so they got a free police station on the former. So, so again, it helps spread that tax mm-hmm. over a number of years to the people who are going to benefit from the, you know, from these facilities or, mm-hmm. or from these improvements and that sort of thing. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, again, the key point there is it, it really helps, you know, it keeps our tax rate for, from going up and down, stabilizes it and, and actually makes, over the years allows us uh, to reduce that. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of that, so will taxes go up if we issue these bonds? So, no, uh, we don't believe that they will go up as a result of the bonds. Um, you know, as part of the process of determining how much we could afford, uh, we bought, modeled a number of different different scenarios, scenarios and uh, we've concluded that these bonds, uh, we can issue these bonds and continue to cut tax rates as we have been for the last 20-plus years. And just to point that out, we've issued bonds We've had several issues over the last 20-plus years, and yet we still continue to cut the tax rate. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, this is in part due to the fact that we'll have existing debt that will mature, uh, and that gives us added capacity to pay off this new debt. And then also the other thing I I would say to keep in mind is um, we're we're still a growing community. Mm -hmm. You know, it feels like we're near build-out, but there's still a ways to go. Our current population is about 110,000 the projection for full build outs about 140,000. Mm-hmm. So that's still another 20 to 30% growth. And that's pretty significant growth. Yes. Yeah, so, and, and that will allow us um, to spread the cost of those bonds over a larger tax base. And that's why we can continue to reduce the tax rate going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so isn't debt like this expensive? Well, uh, there's certainly a cost to debt. Um, but it's not as much as you might think. So first you have to consider that um, the whole concept that $1 today is not worth a uh, dollar in the future, it, or today is worth more than a, than a dollar is in the future. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if we waited five years to build a police station, you, uh, do you think the cost will be more or less than $83 million? Probably more. more. Probably more, <laughs> yes. And so... Um, uh, you know, we'd be paying that debt back with inflated dollars. So, so our actual cost is really the difference between the rate that we're paying and the rate of inflation. And construction in particular, when we're dealing with construction mm-hmm. projects, are particularly volatile. So they could be higher, maybe lower than inflation. But 
you know, it kind of protects us, kind of locks us in into that rate. So, and secondly, um, you know, regarding the expense, as a municipality, the bonds uh, we issue get preferential tax treatment mm-hmm. uh, to those who invest in them. So, since the investor is not paying taxes on those uh, municipal bond investments, they're willing to buy bonds that have a lower rate than similar investments, such as corporate mm-hmm. bonds. So, for municipalities in particular, we get favorable rates. And then finally, you throw on top of that the fact that our city has a triple-A bond rate, and that means we can issue bonds at the lowest possible rate, lower as low as any other municipalities. There's not, there's not that many that have triple-A bond ratings. And so, again, that allows us to get the cheapest rate. So combining all that, you're paying back with inflated dollars, favorable, favorable rates for municipal bonds, and our triple-A bond rating uh, combined to lower our actual cost. So again, the cost is not as significant as you might think. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when will these bonds be issued? Um, so bonds will be issued um, over the next uh, six or seven years. Uh, okay. So with the actual timing of the debt issuance to be determined by city staff and with the approval of city council. So this way we can consider, um, you know, how much debt will be rolling off and how to blend those debt costs into our budget. So, uh, again, our council is uh, committed to decreasing the tax rate. Mm-hmm. And so this gives them the, con- the control to assure that that's accomplished. You know, it, it gives them some leeway in determining when those are issued um, and, uh, yeah, the timing of all of that. And like I said gives them that control so they can continue to make sure that we're able to lower our tax rate going forward. So this is a large bond that uh, they're asking for. Um, Is it too much? So it's funny. People get nervous when we start throwing around big numbers like this. So (laughs) so it's important to keep everything in perspective. You know, and I I just saw the other day that I think Prosper School District announced that they're uh, bringing forward uh, for a vote a bond package totaling, I think it was 2.8 billion dollars wow so that's billion wow. with a b so yeah that's that is huge but again prosper's population's exploding so you know definitely um for a community like that bonds are absolutely necessary uh but again it's a big number our, our package is only 157 million i say only 157 million but uh, perspective is important <laughs> perspective correct but most of that's for the police station uh, and that's about 83 million now, if you think about it, this facility will probably have a useful life of 40 years or so. And if you spread the cost of that over that, that useful life, you're talking about $2 million a year. Um, the current budget for the police department alone is nearly $35 million. Wow. Uh, and over the next 10 years, based on our modeling, we project it will be, at the end of the 10-year period, about $50 million. So, again, $2 million for the facilities, $50 million, you know, again, mm-hmm. in 10 years— and every year we're paying that. Um, so uh, we, we are a service organization. Most of the costs that we spend are for uh, salaries and benefits. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, again, that just kind of gives you a little perspective. Even though that's a big number, you know, the fact we don't have to buy another or pay for another police station, you know, for a good time, um, the actual cost per year uh, is really less than that. So, um the other thing that uh, I would point out is that, um, you know, the cities use debt very responsibly. We have the lowest debt per capita uh, compared to any of our neighbors. So our debt per capita is about $1,100. Uh, 
Um, wow. McKinney is just over 1,700. Plano's about 2,000. Frisco is uh, just over 4,000. Uh, and as I mentioned previously, we do have a AAA bond rating. That's the highest available, and you don't get that without being uh, physically sound and responsible with your debt. So, again, I think that's a key point. Um, and and even discussing this, uh, city staff has discussed this with uh, our bond agencies and you know, explain, you know, we're going forward with uh, with a bond package. Here's the amount. And their opinion is it doesn't move the needle. So uh, so, good. no, it, it, even though it sounds mm-hmm. big to us, it, it's not uh, it's it's not something we can't handle. Right. So how long until this debt is paid off? Or all, will all the bonds be the same length of time or will they vary with them between the different bonds? Yeah, no. Uh, so the bonds uh, that we're going to issue, they'll have a maximum uh, maturity of 20 years. So when they're issued, we don't issue a single bond, and we'll issue it by project. Okay. For instance, police station. And state requires that uh, when you have a, a project like that, you have to have all the money up front. And, and I think the idea is that they don't want, you know, you starting on a project and then you don't and have enough money to finish. Back. So, yeah, so we right. have to issue those bonds all at once. But when we do that, we don't issue a, a single bond. Uh, we'll issue a series of bonds that mature over that 20 years, anywhere between one and 20-year maturities. So so what that does is we have these tranches that mature over that, that period. So uh, the city's goal is that we'll, when we issue a bond series is that uh, 50% will be paid off uh, within 10 years. Um, so it's not like a mortgage where most of the principal is, is paid in the latter years of the loan. We will, you know, pay mm-hmm. principal uh, th- throughout that's right. right not really front label it's it, kind of spread out okay. so again yeah so we we're not paying it all at the end paying mostly interest until the end we're paying you know uh certain amounts so of you really principal. are spreading it out that's correct that's gotcha correct. yep so um how were these uh, particular projects chosen uh so initially needs were identified by the city uh and there's a process that was uh, that was begun to kind of flesh out those needs and determine what was important or most important to cities. So there were a number of committees that were identified and anybody, uh, it wasn't people that were selected. It was anybody in the community Open that, to the public. that wanted to participate could be involved in these. And I believe there were um, over 400 volunteers involved in this process. And uh, based on that process, and this is a process that we've used in the past, we think it's very important to get citizen input input and we did make changes based on some of the input that we received, and um, and these five bond initiatives were identified through that process. And and I say we as if I'm part of the city. Don't get me wrong; I'm not part of the city. I was involved in that process. I was on the finance committee. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know. To, so when I say we, I guess that's old habit from my days <laughs> on council. But mm-hmm. uh, but I'm, I'm speaking on behalf of the city. Um, so how confident are you that all these bond measures will pass? So I, I don't know about confident, um, <laughs> but but I'm hopeful. You know, there certainly are some headwinds uh, that we have. Um, there are people that think all debt is bad, and they'll vote, vote against any kind of debt. And I certainly understand that thinking. But again, the city has been very responsible, and the issue, issuance of debt, uh, with the issue, issuance of debt, and it's a very necessary tool to building and maintaining the city. Mm-hmm. So there's also some that, that insist that issuing bonds mean, means taxes will increase, and this is just not true for many of the reasons that we just discussed. Um, so I, I hope I clearly address why that is not true, 
Um, and, and like you said, that it is not true. It does not mean that our taxes will increase. Uh, but again, there's still some people that will insist that, that that's the way it is. You know, I also know, you know, there's a couple of council members that are not particularly supportive of parks or the arts and are encouraging voters to vote against those propositions. And I just say I, I think they're wrong uh, in that our parks and our trails, our recreational facilities and public art are all very important parts of our community. But anytime we get any kind of organized uh, efforts, that also concerns me as well. You know, but I mean, basically, if you take away our parks and public art, you take away our character. And sure. and I would highlight you know, public art in particular, public art receives no other funding from the city. It's a small investment, adds so much to our city. So so I think all the propositions are important, and, and I hope the community uh, will support all of them. And then um, the last point um, that kind of concerns me a little bit is just that there's a number of other items on the ballot. Uh, there's mm-hmm. some s- state ref- mm-hmm. referendums. Yeah. Um, there's some bonds, uh, for the County, yep. uh, and, and we are at the bottom of the list. So, so people may come in there to vote for something and not make it to the bottom. So, you know, if you're a citizen of Allen, it's important and Very I important. would encourage, you know, that you, you make it to the, to the end. And again, the fact that the County's issuing bonds too, some people may think, well, what are we doing? We're getting out of control of debt. But again, that's not the case. You know, I know the bond, the, the county is growing too, grow, probably growing. The county's probably growing faster than Allen is at this mm-hmm. point. It and, is. and it, you know, it just, those are needed and those are the tools that we use to, to manage that growth. Right. So what happens if the bonds don't pass? Um, there's a, you know, certain things that have to be addressed and we'll have to find other means that could potentially end up costing us more. For instance, you know, we're experiencing uh, overcrowding at city hall and, Building a police, a new police station, uh, you know, part of the benefit of the police station is that it allows us to repurpose the existing uh, um, headquarters uh, to help uh, the overcrowding in City Hall. So, you know, again, if it doesn't pass, we're going to have to find alternate ways to, uh, you know, for to find work sites uh, for some of the city staff. And in the long term, it becomes more expensive. Very similar to school districts when. You know, facilities can't be built, so what do they do? They bring in these temporary buildings. Yeah, and right, again, right. O- over the long term, that, that ends up being more expensive. So mm-hmm. um, there's certain safety issues that um, that have to be addressed uh, associated with uh, Ford Park. You know, that's been there for a long time. There's a lot of improvements, a lot of things that need to be done. And so some of those have to be addressed. So we'll have to either, you know, find, you know, find a way to do that, uh, whether it be, you know, an actual tax increase or or, um, you know, uh, skipping on other other items that, that things, we may right. need. Right. Ford Park has not been renovated in 20 years. Correct. It was right. built in 1980. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So, been, yeah it, it needs it, to be done. It's very well used. Uh, a lot of people use park. it. And, and that's part of the reason it, it needs yeah. to be, uh, it needs some some changes. And again, I think there's some other, other parts of this um this bond is not just Ford Park. There's some other parts of it as well. But uh, but again, and then the the other thing is that if they if they don't pass, you know, we may have to reduce uh, uh, certain street and infrastructure repairs, and and basically it just risks lowering uh, you know our quality standards and what we're used to. Mm-hmm. So, Kurt, thank you for coming tonight. But do you have any other comments about the bond election that you may have missed in the questions? 
Uh, well, I mean, basically, I just want to encourage voters to think about why they chose Allen as their home. You know, it probably wasn't the tax rate. However, <laughs> we do have one of the lowest tax rates uh, in the area. Uh, not the lowest. Uh, I think uh, Plano may have a bigger business base, but they do. They we have. we do have one of the lowest tax rates. But again, like I said, most of us didn't move here because of that. Um, you know, our leaders and staff over the years um, have helped create a really great community, uh, community, and I just hope that the citizens uh, will support the efforts to maintain that same level of quality. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just encourage everyone to vote yes to all of our bond propositions uh, in support of this great city. Well, I agree, Kurt. Thank you so much for coming. And uh, I just want to remind everybody again that the upcoming bond election is on November 7th. And again, it will be at the very bottom of the ballot. So don't get fatigued, go through it and really pay attention to those bonds because uh, it's going to really make a difference in the future of Allen. Uh, so again, November 7th, uh, early voting starts on October 23rd and goes through November 3rd. You and it, can early vote at City Hall or mm-hmm. at the Allen ISD Service Center, which is at 1451 North Waters. Perfect. Yep. So we just wanted to make sure that everybody knew that. Thank you again, Kurt, for coming. We really appreciate the clarity that you've given uh, on these bond initiatives and how they really work. I know a lot of people like myself did not really fully understand that. And I haven't talked to you before. I have a much clearer understanding of it. So thank you again. And uh, Carol and I just want to say thank, thank you, you for listening in. And we hope to see you all either early voting or on November 7th. And thanks for listening to another episode of Not Your Power Couple. 